Hey, and welcome to this podcast about the human factor in HSE, where we will touch upon how we can send more people home safe, create significant cost savings, and make you look like an HSE rock star using neuroscience safety. My name is Bjorn Jepsen. I'm the CEO and founder of WeFocus. I will be your host on this particular podcast. If you want to learn more about what we do, you can go to acceptplanexecute.com. Otherwise, I truly hope that you will enjoy this podcast. Hey, and welcome to this episode where I'm going to share with you one of my favorite examples of how it is that we can understand what neuroscience safety can do for your HSD work. So I want to start off by telling a story and I'm going to refer to a great uh, Netflix series that if you haven't watched it yet, I strongly encourage you to listen through this particular episode on the podcast and then go view this show because it is pretty, pretty amazing and it will enlighten some of the stuff that we use neuroscience safety for. So... The show is called Drive to Survive, and if you don't know about it, it's about, it's following the Formula One drivers, and if you haven't heard about Formula One for some reason, well, it's, uh, it's the most prestigious uh, racing, uh, it's the most prestigious type of racing there is. There's only 20 cars, which means there are only 20 guys each and every year who actually get the opportunity to get a seat and try to drive these very, very spectacular cars. And you kind of, in the series, you follow them behind the scenes. Now, especially in the first two seasons, there is some really great stuff. If you want to learn more on how it is that we can utilize the understanding of the human mind and what can be done from an HSC point of view to send more people home safe. So, um, I want to talk about kind of the career involvement of a classic Formula One driver. So most of these guys started driving go-karts at the age of four or five years old. And at the age of 12 or 13, they actually went away from home. They went to live at a school where everything they did were go to school and then go drive go-karts, get training in that over and over again. They have obviously spent thousands and thousands of hours driving first the go-karts, then Formula 2, and then finally, finally, they are able to get one of these very, very prestigious seats that are only 20 of in the world. Now, what is extremely funny, and this, this is something that you might be able to relate back to, to your work or the development of your HSC work in, in general, so, so what we see in the show is that obviously these guys have spent countless hours on practicing driving this car. And they have a team that are analyzing how they do the corners, when they're supposed to break, and they have this ongoing dialogue of how the, 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 the car is set up, everything from the paddle to the steering wheel to when they're supposed to do a corner, how fast they can go it, and 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 then obviously there is continuously improvement on the car. Whoever is have the best car in the beginning of the season not necessarily doesn't ever necessarily have the best car at the end of the season. Now, what what the sh and you obviously kind of follow this process in the show, and that is 
to be referring into kind of this is how you, you can refer back to kind of addressing the policies and procedures and that you view upon how a particular task is being done and then you evaluate on how it could be done differently and then you rewrite the policy and you make sure that it is described in exactly how they should hit that corner at what speed, what tools they should be using and so on and so forth. Now, where it separates from most people HSD work and to this Netflix series is that when you view upon this, it is extremely clear that regardless of these guys have spent countless hours training and driving the car, they spend countless and countless hours in the gym to have exactly the right shape. Because a fun fact is that they can't have too much muscle on their shoulders because then when they they turn in the corners, the G-force will then force them and, and it will be very heavy for the bodies if they had huge shoulders. So they need to have a lot of weights like in the lower parts of their body. But they train a lot, very specific to have the right shape of the body so that it's fitted to the car, so that it's fitted to the seat and the harness and everything that they have, right? But what is also very easy to see and what is the, the key element of this particular episode is that each and every one of these drivers have a very precise and very trained skill for how to set themselves up for success. You get that close to them so you can actually see how they're preparing themselves before they go into a race. They use very specific, easy-to-apply methodologies. And what's really great about this is that you can actually see that they're using different stuff. Some people need to calm down before they go into action. Other people actually need to kind of find a way to speed themselves up to get the neurons pumping before they go into action. Now, this is what we need to learn. This is where we need to use neuroscience safety to create better results within HSD. Because we need to be able to demonstrate how it is that you're training your staff on having exactly the right level of arousal before they go into a task not looking backwards of what they brought to work that particular day or if the bank statement is not looking good or the wife have, or the husband has been yelling at them this particular morning. No, it's about that particular situation. How is it that I can create complete awareness of what it is that I'm going to do right now so that I can actually execute upon the task that I have at hand right now so that not only myself but also my entire team is going to go home safe and to rest better to go into this positive spiral that we touched upon previous in a previous episode. So this is what you need to view. You need to have a look at what it is that these people are actually doing to increase their level of confidence before they go into action. I can guarantee you that they each and every one of these have used a lot of time actually training this particular skill and i know this for a fact because you don't necessarily see this but you need to look for it in the show but what these guys are able to do is that before a race weekend and they always race on a new track so it's a new track and what is extremely fascinating and you can find clips on this where you can actually see that 
before they even get in the car, if they get a steering wheel into their hands and they close their eyes, they can literally drive the course in their mind and hit it on within milliseconds at the right time. So they can visualize what it is that they need to do when they actually have that skill set where they can, if the course in the car takes them a minute and 42 seconds to drive, they can hit that over and over again within a few seconds of how they can actually, how they're driving the car around the course. And they can actually tell you exactly what gear they're in at any particular corner. And that is extremely fascinating. And that's, that's a matter of a lot of things, right? It's about creating a routine. It's about creating visualization of the task that you have at hand. But it is also about creating the entire community around you so that everyone knows and everyone has the right state of mind. Because what you can also see is that there is a very strong team culture. Because if one guy screws up, well, then it's screwed up for everyone. And this is where it's, it becomes so relatable to HST work because even the guy who's carrying out the, what seems to be the least important task can actually make a mistake. And then that, that, that actually turns it out inside out for, for everyone else. We had been in, in dialogue with a huge oil and gas operator and they, they suffered a loss of a, a double digit million dollar loss because one guy picked out four of the wrong screws and it just set them back for weeks and weeks. And obviously it, it put them backwards in general towards the competition and so on and so forth. We're not going to dive into that now. I just wanted to give you a very clear example of what it actually means. And this was triple checked and everything was right. It was written out in all the policies, but still he just put his hand into the wrong box and and pick out four wrong screws. These screws has a cost of less than a dollar each, and it had that tremendously high impact to the organization. Now, if he had actually had the right type of training before so that he knew that he needed to be mentally prepared all the way through the entire process, this could have been avoided and it could have created a huge cost saving in that particular situation. All right, so this is kind of where it is that we're at right now. We need to understand that we cannot rely on just training people how to drive the car. It's not enough anymore. We need to actually take them out of the car and start practicing their mindset and how to actually approach a particular task. And this is what neuroscience safety is all about. Because as it is right now in HSC, we've just been over and over again training and trimming how we drive the car, how we take the corner, what tools we use when we go into a particular corner. But now we also need to actually look upon the human factor, the, the state of mind before people go in. And not only looking at the state of mind, but actually practicing it and training it so that everyone in an organization know exactly, oh yeah, I need to be sure that uh, my impulse controlling is, is in check. I need to be aware that I'm not misusing my selective attention to an extent where I can't create safe decisions anymore. And this is something that is crucial, that is, that is brought into your HSE work so that we can actually succeed in making you an HSE rockstar that will be appreciated across the board inside your organization, creating huge career opportunities for you. 
All right. I truly hope that you uh, like this particular episode. From time to time, I speed talk because I get carried a little bit away. So I hope you can bear with me. Really looking forward to uh, getting any kind of feedback that you must have on any kind of these episodes. Just reach out to me and we can have a dialogue about it. If you want to be a guest on this podcast, you're more than welcome. I would love to hear some of the great work that you are doing with inside your organization. All right. Have a fantastic day. Speak soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode about the human factor in HSE. I hope that it brought some value to your everyday work. And I truly hope that this can be a small part of you actually being able to send more people home safe, create significant cost savings and truly get the appreciation for the work that you deliver to your organization. If you have any sort of feedback or comments to anything that you have heard on this particular episode, please do go to acceptplanexecute.com and reach out to us. I'm always eager to learn from any kind of feedback that you must have. Have a great day. 